reconcile that we're hello we're live we're live i was just uh, about to say i must remember that this goes live awesome. quicker than the other one and it was always yep. it. welcome to the gtfo podcast and facebook live and youtube now as well we're on all the channels um so today we are here to talk about is sales discounting ever worth it now this is one of those arguments or discussions that businesses have internally all the time now obviously if you're a, if you're an e-commerce business there are really obvious reasons as to why you would discount your products and services but if you're a service-led business or you're you're primarily sort of b2b business it, it's less defined there's there's less uh, fewer rules around whether or not it's ever a good idea to discount and some people will say yes do it you know it gets the sales up and some people will say actually it really devalues your product so a lot of people never know whether or not to do it so we're here today we've got 30 minutes we've got five top tips we'll talk you through some of the pros and cons of discounting so first of all though let's do introductions so hannah who are you I'm Hannah. I'm a director of Grow Traffic and I'm in Sheffield. Woo! Yay, woo! And Ibi, who are you? Hello. So my name's uh, Ibi um, from a company called Broadband Nine, so director of that. And uh, we provide that kind of IT services to businesses, mainly in Lancashire. So that's all right for us, you know. Um, yes. Based in here. So that's me. <laughs> yeah, we're on the we're on the right side of the Pennines, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I'm not going to yeah, argue. And, <laughs> and I'm Rachel, uh, also from Grow Traffic. Um, so let's get right into it because we've got so much to discuss today. So, is it ever worth discounting your products and services? That's the question we're asking. Point number one today: discounts can help, but they can also they've also got disadvantages to them exactly as I just said in the in the introduction there. So first of all, Hannah, I'll come to you first. Why are discounts a good idea or who might discounts be a good idea for? Discounts if you're e-commerce are almost essential. Um, in 2018, a survey was done that found that 90% of online consumers search for a discount, whether that's a discount code or the product cheaper elsewhere before they purchase. And 66% of consumers actually try out a new service or product on the basis of an offer and will spend more. And if an offer is, is enticing enough, then they were intending to. So if you're an e-commerce business or particular types of service business, for example, um, beauty therapies and things like that, you know, kind of where you're relying on low value, high turnover of, of clients, um, that it's really important then to discount. Yeah, everybody loves a bargain, don't they? Yeah. Well, everybody does. What do you think, Ibi? Go on. Yeah, I think I think it's a really interesting topic because, you know, I was researching on this and I came across um, the term that a lot of people or businesses use internally, you know, like it's a, a loss leader strategy. Mm -hmm. And so where they'll offer um, a discount where it can even go to, um, you know, the price point where they're losing money on a product, but it's only there to entice the uh, potential customer to go and get something, you know, off the shelf somewhere else. And I know supermarkets do this and, you know, a few other um, kind of, especially when it comes to online um, mm. so it can it can attract the type of customers that you want to go to a specific kind of um, product and to buy something else that will make them more money so it's really beneficial in that way I've also noticed as well like 
a lot of people, especially, you know, since I'm just expanding on what Hannah was mentioning regarding the e-commerce, you know, you get these plugins that go on your Chrome and your Firefox where it automatically searches for the discount codes or the voucher codes. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so I think it's really important that if some company or some service um, is going to have a discount in place that they do it in the right way so mm. that from, from a consumer's perspective, it's easy to find that, but it's also track to see how many people are applying the code uh, how many of them come back so it's kind of uh, really good for analytical purposes as well you know so yeah that's such a good point yeah uh, we will come back on to that one actually uh, that that's kind of comes into the, the the end point that we've got but yeah absolutely valid and you know you're right we, we do all of a bargain we do all look for those you know yeah. quite a lot of people now are on these you know cashback websites where yeah. you're always looking for the discount codes and it does encourage you to shop especially if you're coming up to like christmas or easter or whatever you are going to look for the bargains so yeah those lost leaders are a good way of getting them in but mm. if you are a business that has really small margins running loss leader campaigns can be really quite dangerous because where does where does that stop yeah so mm -hmm. so i've got i've got a couple of points here so you know on the plus side of uh, when when a discount's good yeah they drive sales um they can also um get rid of stock you know if you are an e-commerce business and you've got stock that's going to go out of date particularly if you're doing things like clothing jewelry you're getting ready for the next season's stock coming in it's a good way of getting rid of it uh, and getting rid of it quickly um and, and people it, expect it sorry to just jump yeah, in there they do. especially yeah. in um you know clothes fashion retail there are there set times of the season when sales are just expected and if you're not discounting at those times mm -hmm. uh, then you might you know you, your sales are likely to suffer I've yeah. been on one site recently, like where I've gone onto the site and you know on the top menu, you've got all the different um, tabs and, and one of them just says clearance. So I've clicked yeah. on that straight away without even having a look at the rest of the site to see, hang on, is there going to be anything in here that's discounted that I'd like? And, you know, like you said, Rachel, mm -hmm. it will just clear your stock and it'll get. Yeah, more absolutely. More. Absolutely. Uh, another, another good reason for doing discounts as well, though, is uh, it can boost you within a certain demographic. So I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but. So, oh, it was Chloe. It was Chloe who works for us. She was talking about her NHS discount card. And I used to love my NHS discount card when I worked for the NHS. You get 10 to 20% off everywhere. Um, and, and again, it can create a real um, uh, loyalty, a real brand loyalty amongst a certain demographic. So you could say perhaps, you know, you've got uh, OAP Wednesday or, you know, what? Student Thursday or something and, and get that brand loyalty in. So, yeah, absolutely. There are some real benefits. Just to just to touch on some of the the, the lesser um, benefits of, of discounting and the ways that that it can sort of damage a brand. So I think th this issue of um, it, it kind of projects a lack of confidence. It devalues your brand. That's real, isn't it? Do any of you ever see that? If you see a brand discounting, does it make you feel a bit? I, I see it all the time, like because we provide IT services, like you know, and and part of that is to ask the customer or ask the potential client, you know, in the initial kind of talks as to what they're looking for, what they're not looking for, and I found countless amount of times where where they've said in the in the conversation, look, we want to be able to pay, and in return, we want to be able to get the top notch, like 
great um, great service and when we pay for that service we feel confident as a consumer as a customer that we're going to get that because we're paying for it but yeah you know at the end of the day if you if you say to them well, i'll give you 50 percent discount on this and i'll give you this for free and da, 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 right from the start then it devalues your uh, service even though you know as an owner or a representative that you know it, it's got that value but you're trying different ways to to get the customer on mm. board and sometimes when we do it like this it actually puts them away and because yeah. not everybody wants to buy based on price people want to buy on based on service they want to buy on based on availability and and the the confidence that whatever they're purchasing or subscribing to is something that's going to be worthwhile the full amount that they're paying for you know so so yeah. you're right it, it does have a negative psychological impact as well sometimes when you give discounts absolutely it definitely does and i think as well when you, when that's a really good thing to remember that if when when you are discounting keep an eye on your market because even if you know that you've still got a 100% margin on something if your market competitors are selling it at a higher price people are going to think that it's lower value so when you're coming up with your discount strategy look at what yeah. the market around you is doing important point Mm. Yeah. I think the other thing as well is that it sets that precedent, doesn't it? If you if you discount, uh, you know, particularly if you're thinking about a client that you might have, if you're a service-led industry, you might have a client for, you know, hopefully a year, two years. If you discount at the beginning, you've set that precedent that that's the level that they expect. And it's very difficult to come back from that then, isn't it? Um, yeah. And people expect certain things for certain prices, don't they? This is such an important point when you're thinking about discounting as well consider how it devalues what it is that you're selling and what precedent it sets. So when you when you come to uh, to work out your strategy, you need to think, are you making enough money on it? But also, is there an end point to it that you can claw back, you know, to increase your prices? So if, for example, you do a, if you're a service-led business and you, you work on a retainer and you do a discount over the lifetime of a contract, you're going to struggle so much to get that client paying the full price at the end of that contract because they've become used to it it's set into mm -hmm. their budget and they they expect now that that's they they equate that price with the value and the level of service that they're getting especially if you over service uh over servicing and undercharging is like the death of most businesses isn't it so yes um so I'm make gonna put sure. my hand up here and say that's that's that was me, you know. That, that was us. That, that was yeah. us. Yeah, that was exactly. us. Be a lot oh, of businesses do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, it's because when you're starting off you're kind of scrambling and you're thinking, how am I going to get people? How am I going to do it? And I think this is such a great topic to talk about, to say, look, you know, don't go overboard with your, um, you know, discount strategy and don't feel that this is the only way that's going to be able to get clients through this. You have to show the value, you know, um, and you have to make sure that you're confident in your products. You're, you're, you believe in yourself, you know, and you don't mm -hmm. have to have these things. And in the beginning, like I really, Really underpriced my services and I was over delivering because I could you know I had the infrastructure I didn't have that many overheads then later on when we started to get an office we hired another techie you know it became really difficult and I was scratching my head I even put loads of posts up on LinkedIn I had some someone help us you know and, and it's so hard to kind of migrate from that mindset as well as business model absolutely this is it, exactly yeah. if you get clients especially when you start out, if you automatically discount 
it, I think, and a lot of it comes from lack of confidence, like you say, and kind of imposter syndrome and not yeah, thinking yeah. that you're worth it. Yeah. Um, if you if you devalue your own service at that beginning point by putting on loads of special offers, you're not going to be attracting the sort of clients who will spend the, the prices that you want to be charging. Absolutely. So you're yeah. always going to be scrambling around for kind of, you know, not pocket change, but less than you want to be charging, less than the market value because that's where you've set your stall out in terms of which clients you're attracting. So, you know, if you're a service-led industry, especially if you're just starting out, don't discount because you've got to demonstrate your value, your, your specialties, your technical abilities before you and even start to think about discounting. It, it, all of that is correct. But I think as well, you know, it is that natural progression, isn't it? A lot of people, especially if they're kind of service-led or, you know, agency side businesses, they, they set off because they see somebody doing something and they think, I could do that cheaper. For example, copywriting. You know, you're working yeah. for an agency as a copywriter. You think, I could charge my clients less as a freelancer and they're still going to get my service and I, and I get all the money. So you, so that's how a lot of businesses will start out. So it is it, absolutely, it's that imposter syndrome. It's not having confidence. And it, it's a natural place to start to think, I can do this cheaper, I'll discount and then I'll over-deliver, blah, blah, blah. And that is that's why, you know, most businesses, at some point will go through the pain of having to put their prices up having they you know everybody in the business will go oh my god that feels so uncomfortable now because we've <laughs> been charging this and now we're going to have to charge this and they shed you shed those customers that came with you because they're not prepared to pay that and then you have to go through the pain of now we've got to find those bigger better clients that will pay what we're actually worth so yeah it's natural it's completely natural but you can see it or repeating itself all the time can't you in that journey that businesses are going to have to take Absolutely. One of the things that I kind of um, was given a really good piece of advice uh, from, uh, from from another business. And, and they said, look, if you're starting to feel that you're doing a lot more work for a lot less, then justify it, write it down, say how much time it took you, etc. And then and then go back to your client and say, look, you know, we're, we're delivering quite a bit here. Um, we, we are, you know, finding that it's very difficult to maintain this. And this is the industry standard pricing. And obviously, you you like our services you're still with us we love working with you and here here is that kind of the log of the work that we've done how much mm -hmm. we charge and we don't feel it's right and they'll feel the same now another thing is as well is when you when you're starting off you've got an excellent relationship with your client you've got an amazing relationship because it's just you talking to them and they love that you know um initially i had a whatsapp group with me the techie and the directors of every single company, you know, separate groups of who we were managing. So whenever they had an issue that was relating to them, they just quickly get in contact and they used to say, we love that about it. But if we now get a hundred IT clients, that's going to be definitely unmanageable. So mm -hmm. it's it's about that whole mindset um, shift. And one of the fears that I, I remember I, I had was like, okay, I've got a really good relationship with such and such a client how am i going to approach them what am i going to say you know what if they turn away from me and what if we're not friends anymore you know so you have yeah. all these questions but you know a person should be able to go th go through these you know slowly but surely and you know these tips that you're talking about they'll really really help us you know it is it's, it's absolutely about finding that level of confidence that you are delivering a good service and you deserve to be paid for it and uh, you know as we said before most people 
there is a there is a kind of quality cost association so they know if they're paying a cheapest chips price they know they're going <laughs> to be getting a cheapest chip service whereas if they're going to be paying more they are expecting a better level of service or a higher level of service or whatever so yeah Hannah go on I think um, as well and in, in following on from what what you guys both just said have a really really good reason to discount therefore don't just discount because you think that your product or service is not quite up to scratch with the market leader because that's when you struggle to claw it back if you have a good reason to discount then then it's always gonna you you're never gonna be undervaluing your product so for example mm -hmm. we discount on longer contracts because the incentive is to take on longer contracts because that's better for us and better for the yep. client so we offer discount on a longer contract and that's it but there's a you know a legitimate business reason for doing that so think about why you're doing the discount is it just because you don't have full confidence in what you're selling or is there a you know an actual reason for it Mm. Okay, so what you've done there, Hannah, is a Simon Dalek. I've done a Dalek. You've oh, done a Dalek. <laughs> so I was just about to say, so, you know, we've talked about the pros and cons of discounting. And, you know, for some businesses, it's not going to be right. You've got to think about it carefully. But if you, let's assume that you are going to discount. Point number two about what the thing that you need to think about have a really good reason as to why you're discounting. <laughs> I'm well surprised that that's coming. I'm sorry. I know that's That's really all right. Good. No, honestly, it's not. It's not. Uh, Ibby, do you offer discounts at all? And if you do, what what reason do you give when you do? A lot of the, yeah, a lot of the times the, the reason of discounts is, is for example, if we, we have like a partnership uh, or a referral scheme. So mm -hmm. if there's a referred customer that comes through another um business and the person who referred us they would get a discount of some of the services or their total bill and even the person who comes to us they would get a discount and to be honest with you we feel that works really well in terms of spreading our kind of client space and the networking works really well um and and some of the times like hannah mentioned you know the length of the contract is is quite important for the client so you can maintain a steady improvement of the service or you know um, create a good plan for them going forward um, mm -hmm. because having something very short term you're only going to really gain short-term benefits you know and um, the incent because in a service-led business like you know like yourselves like ourselves you know and, and other businesses in your mind, you've got a client in front of you, they approach you with problems and you think, how long is it going to take for me to be able to help them fix these issues that they've got both in the short term and long term? And in in return, their whole business model will grow, you know, so to make it to make it better for your own self and for them, you offer them that kind of um, mm. incentive for the for long term. So, so you're right, yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's exactly what we do. As Hannah said, you know, it, it, for us, the longer a client stays with us, SEO is a slow burn, and we're we're yes. always upfront about that. We always tell mm. people, uh, you know, at the start. So if they are with us for a year to two years, we know that they will get the results out of that. So we, yeah, and that in that instance, we will discount to encourage them to stay that that long. Um, but yeah, for you know, again lead gen you know if you if you are in a networking group for example uh you know you're not then spending that those those referrals those leads are coming to you you're not spending that money on doing your external marketing so again it's legitimate yeah. in that case to, to offer a bit of a discount hannah yeah you could justify yeah. it 
Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say as well, don't think that all your discounting needs to be done for the benefit of your client because, you know, no client's going to benefit if your business goes under. So if a, <laughs> if a discount genuinely benefits you, like, you know, you need to shift some stock or, or longer contracts are better for you for your cash flow, which obviously they are, that's still a legitimate reason. So, but as long as there is something there that's, you know, going to result in kind of pounds and pence or customer loyalty or brand awareness, that's another really good reason for discounting. If you're launching a new product into a market and launching new products into a crowded market is something that we specialize in. And if that's, that's where you are, sometimes discounting is a really valuable way of doing that to grow your brand awareness, to, to improve your overall rankings and your overall reach on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, I'm going to move us on because time is marching Time's on. marching on. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, so is it ever worth discounting your services? Point number one, really think about the reasons why you're doing it. Is it genuinely going to be beneficial to your business? Number two, if you are going to do it, have a really good reason for doing it. Make sure you attach that to something and it's not just an arbitrary thing. You know, it's January sales or it's a 12 month contract, whatever it is, but mm -hmm. make sure there's a, and the client is aware that there is a reason why that discount is being offered. Number three, ensure that it is manageable. I mean, this is just basic common sense, isn't it? If you're offering well, discounts that are going to cut into your profit, <laughs> although, yeah, go on, Hannah, because you know what we were saying before. You say it's basic common sense, but, um, you know, a lot of businesses don't know their numbers and, and I'm not going to stand here and be really smug about it because, you know, there've been times when I haven't known the numbers. People think their margins are much, much higher than they are because they don't take into account things like petrol expenses or, you know, the, those little tiny bits of expenses that mount up and, and pull on your margins. So make sure before you discount that you really, really know what your margin is on each product or service and don't just stick a finger in the air and pick an arbitrary discount figure oh we're going to give 10 percent off or oh we're going to give 40 percent off because if you give 30 percent off for example that might be your entire profit margin it might be more yeah. than your margin you know margins are very rarely if you're making a margin of 30 40 percent you're bloody winning so mm. most margins depending on the sector sit around kind of 15 20 percent so um, especially in digital marketing. So if you're giving a, a 15, 20% discount on, on services, you fucked it. You need to make sure that, that you know that you're not just thinking 15%, 20%, that's a nice round number, I'll do that. You know, really consider your maths. And if you're not sure how to do it, ask a, ask a business coach, ask someone who is, is capable of figuring this out with you and doing all the complicated maths that you need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ibi, you mentioned at the beginning, didn't you, about, uh, you know, the lost leaders that sometimes and, and, you know, you're absolutely right. If there is a genuine reason as to why it's, for example, you know, launching a new product, getting rid of stock, whatever it might be, then then you might offer a discount that is going to eat into your profits. But if that is the case, you've got to make sure that you are so strict on that, that that's for a really limited period. It's on a really limited uh, set of products or services or whatever, um, because otherwise, if you you don't put limits on this this that will quickly run away won't it and that can bankrupt yeah. businesses it can and if, if you've got a loss leader as well make sure that the that the next level up so typically you'd use a loss leader to to push the next level up so make sure that that you've really thought about the quality the the monetary value and the service value of the next level up to make sure that not everybody picks up um, Ibby. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. That's all right, don't worry.
<laughs> um, yeah, to make sure that people don't just keep picking your lost leader if they're kind of offered a, a, a one, two, three package, you know, yeah. to choose from. You don't want to sell loads of ones and the three sitting there not making any money or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to move us on. But Dan, Dan Fisher, hi Dan, uh, watching on the Facebook Live, made a really good comment. Actually, he said he doesn't offer discounts because it's not fair on the existing customers, and uh, none of us have mentioned this yet, have we? I think that that again is a really good point. If you have loyal customers that have been with you for donkey's years, and and then all of a sudden for every new customer you're offering, I mean, this is how the big six energy companies get into trouble, isn't it? Because if you're a new customer, you get a better deal than somebody who's been with them for 15, 20 years and there's no loyalty there so mm. i think that again is something else we need to think about isn't it it's really interesting i was mm. speaking to somebody today morning actually and um he was saying a quote from elon musk and he was saying that he made uh like a an announcement to all the tesla dealers out there and they said that if you can't justify the reason why you've offered the customer previously a discount on their purchase then you should not be discounting so that's yeah. a really kind of a uh, different aspect of an, and a really kind of cool way of saying that if you're able to justify the reason you know then it then it's okay but otherwise if you can't justify the reason it to the customer who's about to buy now because you've got customer a who's paid 80 pounds you've got customer b who's paid 100 pounds and the yeah. customer b is going to be like why am i paying 20 pounds extra you know exactly and if you can't justify it then you shouldn't be giving it yeah fairness. yeah, fairness is a massive thing, and fairness will impact customer loyalty, won't it? Absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep us moving. I'm going to keep us moving. Uh, so is it ever worth discounting your services? Number one, discounts, um, can they, they can be very beneficial, but they can also be downfall. So think about it carefully before you do it. Number two, have a really good reason for doing it and make it clear what that reason is so that everybody's aware. Number three, ensure that it's manageable. Just don't let it eat into your profits too much. It's got to be manageable. Number four, limit the discount. So it's got to be either for a limited time period. So it's got to be um, only for a limited number of people. It's only got to be on a limited number of products. You can't just have hundreds of discounts. I'll tell you one thing that really annoys me when I see it is when you go onto websites and you get, you know, a, 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 a discount code. And there's just hundreds of them. There's hundreds of them running at once. And I think it's like, is it photo box or fish, um, mm. snap fish or something? There's always millions listed. And I'm like, I never know which one to use. I don't know whether to, you know, go for the 30% off four items or the 25% off 100 items or the buy three, get four. You know, it's it's confusing. Yeah. Domino's so is like that, isn't it? And and I think yeah. as well, like I mean, I'm I'm on a crusade against Domino's. So Domino's, if you listen, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, but they put the prices up and then they discount off. What is the point? It, it mm. looks like a scam. You know, it's a scam. So yeah. and then there's a gazillion. You need a degree in maths in economics to be able to pick which Domino's voucher you want. And then when the pizza comes, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw an article recently about there was someone who did an a and b test on um whether offering a discount code for a percentage was better than offering a discount code with actually a price fixed on it so 20 pound off or 10 pound off and they were saying that it just depends on the type of website and what you offer because percentages are like you got to go on percentage calculating if, if you're not you know math you know, you go go and calculate to find out what is ten percent, or add it to the cart, yeah. uh, or remove it, and then go through all this. But if you know if it's ten pound off, you know it's ten pound off or twenty pound. So you've got to consider 
how are you going to apply that you know if you if you were going to apply it sorry i was backtracked then but, but no no no, no it's, it's, it's absolutely it's right because i i am rubbish at maths i'm absolutely appalling at maths i i took 10 milligrams too much of my medication yesterday because i'm so shit at maths i couldn't work it out what was i couldn't work out whether 40 milligrams was more or less than 30 milliliters and i was like ah. um, but yeah it's exactly that honestly you know people if you especially if you're buying a big ticket item you know, it's hard to work out what the percentages are. So yeah, make it clear, make it easy for people, limit it and just have a couple. Okay, what time are we on? We're going to run out of time, we're going to run out. Right, so is it ever worth discounting your services? Number one, think about it really carefully. Number two, have a good reason to do it if you are going to do it. Number three, ensure that you can manage it, that that business, uh, that discount is not going to bankrupt your business. Number four, discount only for a limited time or to a limited people or on a limited thing. Just have one. And just have it limited so that it's not they're not running a mock everywhere. And number five, a, sorry, yeah. can I add a four point five? You can there? be fair to your existing customers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well done. Dan. Um, and then number number five, the last one. Um, review it regularly. This is one something you said before actually be about you know checking your analytics. It, it, there's no point having hundreds of, of discounts running if you don't know whether they're actually working, you don't know who's using them. Again, mm. this is another reason why it's good to be clear and, and limit them. You can then see what is the actual impact of that? Did it help or did yeah. it make it worse? Uh, you know, review what you've done. It's basic again, isn't it? But people so often forget it, don't they? Forget it, yeah. Yeah, especially if they're discounting kind of on rote, you know, oh, it's it's January, so I've got to do a January sale. Um, you know, thinking they might not consider whether or not it's actually worth it for your business or whether you would still make the same volume of sales without the need to discount. You know, if you're selling, we always have a bit of a boom in January because people kind of think, right, let's get the website sorted. We'll do it in the new year. So if we've mm. got on a January sale, you know, there's, we don't need to do it to incentivize new clients and we would actually make a loss on that, but we might do it for another reason. So um, especially, yeah, if the, if you've not particularly thought about why you're doing it or if you've really thought about why you're doing it, you've got a very specific target in mind. You've got to be checking your analytics, set up conversions on your website on analytics so that you know which page is, is working best. If you've got an e-commerce site, which products are flying off the shelf, where you're losing people on your website um, and, and how they're finding those special offers. Even if you've not got e-commerce, even if you are a service-led business, you, there are still ways that you can set up um, conversions on Google Analytics. You can set up specific landing pages so that you can see how much traffic is driving through that. It's hard to know um, how much you would have sold without having that discount. That's a really tricky thing to actually measure. But the rest of it, how 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 much how successful it's been, how many people are then following through, how many people are sticking with you, all of that is really basic, easy information to pick up so yeah you know use it um okay we are we are out of time thank you so much to both of you i'm just going to recap uh the the five points and then i will ask each of you for your final comment so is it ever worth discounting your services number one think really long and hard about why you're going to do it if you haven't got a really good reason for doing it don't do it if you are going to do it though number two make sure you are clear as to why you're doing it make sure people understand what the reason is make sure you understand what the reason is number three ensure that it is manageable don't let it eat into your profits don't pick an arbitrary figure be really sensible about what kind of discount is manageable for your business 
Number four, limit the discount. Limit it in terms of time, audience, products or service, however you do it. Just limit it. Make sure it's for a limited period only and, and only have one going at once. And number five, review it regularly. Make sure you are keeping your eye on that. Don't just let them run. Don't have discount codes that go on for three years. Make sure you're measuring. Set up your conversions. You know whether or not that is actually having an impact. Ibi, any final words from you? Yeah, I think um, the one, one of the most, just to expand on that, like, one thing to really, really know how your discounts are being found, you know, like, is it been through referral? Is it through yes, social media? Which social yeah. media platform? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it um, generic, um, you know, looking at Google, the website? And there's a lot of growth that can be done through uh, of your own website through having your site listed on other people's sites, you know, as backlinks. So which links are, are coming? So having a, an analytical approach to understanding how those codes are how the discount is being found can actually change your whole business model because sometimes i feel like something's going to work but it just doesn't and i yeah. feel like something's not going to work and that does so to be able to have a flexible mindset is quite important i think as well yeah absolutely very good point yeah hannah final words from you just know your numbers make sure that it that it's financial sense and have a really good reason to do it and 4.5 be fair to your customers yeah, yeah. and uh, my final word would be um you know really think about it yeah as we said at the beginning they can be a great idea but people don't necessarily expect it and there is a real equation with how much you pay and what level of service you get if you are offering a premium service a quality service to your customers you should be charging for that and people will pay it. So don't feel that you need to discount. Um, that's it. Thank you so much to Ibby and Hannah for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you, Dan, for your contribution. Thank you. If you've watched, yeah, if you're watching it live <laughs> on Facebook, thank you for commenting. If you're watching it back on Facebook, still feel free to comment if you wish. We keep our eye on the uh, on the comment box even after the episode's finished. If you are listening to this on a podcast, please tell your friends about it. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. You know what you need to do. You're obviously a podcast user. You don't need me to tell you. Um, if you are on listening on a, a podcast or watching on YouTube as well, head over to the Facebook page and, and join us there because that's where the main conversation will be happening. That's we'll it. The links Thank in the you. description for that as well. We absolutely will. Yeah. And Ibby, please feel free to go on and put your contact details on. If anybody would like broadband, the best broadband <laughs> ever. Ibby is your guy. That's Thank it. You, you need to give Ibby a ring. Get your brother. Oh, do you know what? No, uh, th this is no joke. We we are actually going to. Dali said yes last night. We need to speak to Ibby because our broadband is appalling. So yeah, yeah. I will be coming for some. Brilliant. No, no, Thank you I, very I, much. Thank everybody. you so much for giving us the opportunity as well. And it's really great to see all it's, this support and audience as well. Absolutely, it's oh. been a pleasure to have you. All okay, right. Yeah, have a good weekend. We've got a wave. <laughs> You've got a wave. You've got a wave.